Get to Old Navy today only. Active shorts for the whole family are on sale for just eight bucks for adults and seven bucks for kids. That's right, active shorts are on sale. Eight bucks for adults and seven bucks for kids. But hurry, it's just one day today only at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. Valid 728, select styles only. Hey guys, it's your girl Latanya Moore here with Real Perspectives, and I am super excited to have back with us again, Pastor Bill Jenkins. As you guys know, Pastor Jenkins always does his annual prophetic uh, almanac, uh, which is his annual prediction, and he lets us know what's going to happen at the top of the year. So we have him back this year, and he is going to be talking about his 2017 prophetic almanac. Pastor Jenkins, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good to be with you today and uh, looking forward to release some good, encouraging, hopeful words to people uh, at your program today. Awesome. So I'm really excited because I always get excited about things like this every year because, you know, of course, we want to know what's going to happen. I think that's just human nature to want to know what's going to happen before it happens. So tell us a little bit about what you have foreseen in your 2017 prophetic almanac. Well, uh, as usual, the uh, prophetic almanac is an annual uh, book that I write this year just happens to be over 200 pages and it's always full of inspiration, information, divine revelation. We can talk about some specific predictions later, but what I love to do is look at the numbers in the Bible because I believe every number, color, name, place, is put there for a reason, and because of that, it has a meaning that when you understand what that particular meaning is, it can help you understand the intent of God for a scripture, for a story in the Bible. So obviously, we're in 2017. 17 is the number that we're profiling and kind of looking at, and 17 is mentioned 18 times in the Bible. And so what I always do is I lay out uh, every reference to the number 17 uh, in the Bible, and then I allow it to uh, speak to me, I allow it to tell me what it wants to say. I never try to interpret it and try to force my opinion upon, you know, the reader or upon people. I just simply let it say what it wants to say. And as I laid out those 18 mentions of the number 17, I see that it revolves around four things. It revolves around a resetting. If you'll notice anything, if you, anything going on, the news, you listen to TV, you hear the word reset or reset button. You hear it all the time. Well, that's what 17 is about. It's about a resetting. You know, politically we see it. We see it spiritually. We see it in people's hearts. We see it all over America and the world um, where there's a resetting going on. It also revolves around t- divine healing. So whenever you see 17, it revolves around healing. There's actually 17 uh, general uh, diseases that are mentioned in the Bible. And I believe this is a year for divine healing. It's a year of total victory. When you see 17, it is uh, in direct reference to uh, victory in our life where we got complete victory, total victory over every hurt, habit, and hang-up that's been holding us back and keeping us from walking in our destiny. And then last of all, it's about revealing. And so revealing can be good and bad. It reveals, can it reveal some things, maybe unlock some doors, shed some light in some areas that's been dark, but it can also, you know, uh, reveal some things maybe that we've been unwilling to deal with in our own heart. Here's the thing. If we don't deal with it humbly in our hearts, those things that are holding us back in our walk with God, then God's going to love us enough to not let us stay the same in 2017. So one way or another, there's change that's going to come. Now you can have it easy. You can do it your way. 
uh, and you know, you can, you know, you can be humble and, and do it the right way. Or you know what, if you walk in pride and deny it and try to hide those things, I believe God's going to allow some light to be shed on those areas of your heart to reveal some things, to really expose them so that we can understand the importance to God for us to change in 2017. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Because as you, as you were speaking, I was sort of looking in my mind's eye, thinking about, okay, what are some of the things that have been going on that I've noticed, for example, in 2017? And you're right, there is this atmosphere of resetting, recalibrating, sort of getting back to something. And I love it. So tell us, though, with, with all of that, you, you mentioned a lot of different things about the number 17. Uh, talk with us about some very specific things that you've seen for 2017. Well, let me just say this, because you mentioned that word reset again. And it's sort of like, you know, uh, in, uh, in Genesis, there was a, a resetting that went on. The Bible says the earth was without form. Darkness was upon the face of the earth. It was void. Nothing was in it. And so sometimes when we reset things, there's an emptiness. There's a surrender on our part where we open ourselves up to God, lay everything down, and then allow him to fill it back up. And just like God did in Genesis, you know, day by day, he fills things back up in that process. Uh, you know, to, uh, you know, to sort of reset our lives. It's not an easy process. We saw it politically in uh, Britain, where the Brexit, you know, where they, you know, uh, exited the European Union. We see changes in America. We don't know if these things are going to end up being good or bad or not. You know, some people are okay with it. Some people are not okay with it. Who knows how this stuff is all going to shake out, but people wanted a change. And so there's things that are happening right now in our society. And when we talk about that reset, it's important to understand that, you know, uh, the, the number 17 is connected reset in that there were two kings in the Old Testament had their reign come to an end after 17 years. Jacob, you remember, one of the most popular Old Testament characters. He lived in Egypt for 17 years and he moved on. Joseph had his family life come to an end at age 17. You remember he was sold in slavery by his brothers. But the biggest connection of all to the number 17 uh, and resetting is how the flood in Genesis began on the 17th day of the month. Now, all you got to do is read the Bible, and I'll tell you, it began on the 17th day of the month. Not a coincidence, but it also, the ark came to rest on Mount Ararat after the flood on the 17th day of the month. It's also interesting to note that Mount Ararat, when you get, you just Google it, it's about 17,000 feet high. So 17 is connected to that resetting. And so, you know, uh, this is a great opportunity for us to sort of, you know, uh, bring closure to things in our past. I believe this is a year when God is saying, you know, bring some closure. Don't let your past dictate your future any longer. Get rid of some of those hurts, habits, and hangups. Get rid of some of those, you know, that relationship aftertaste, uh, you know, that, that you've been holding on to. Move on. You know, if God allowed one door to be closed in your past, know that God is going to allow a door to be open in your future that's going to be much better. And it's going to be a door he opens, not that you open. So, it's a tremendous year for us to really understand that God is in the resetting business. We make mistakes, we sin, we fall down. Well, you know what? When we repent, that's sort of a resetting in our lives. Thank God he's a God that allows us to hit that reset button so that he can, you know, give us a fresh start. And more importantly, or just as important, is bring closure to some of those things in our past that really want to hold us back. 
Yes. And it, it's so interesting that you're that you're saying that because I know I've seen that just throughout actually some of the other ventures that I'm that I'm working in. That has been a consistent theme, a consistent tone, uh, certainly really a little bit right before the beginning of the year. Uh, but but certainly uh, coming forth and things that are that are planned for 2017 and things that are coming to fruition uh, again even in some other ventures that I'm working in so I, I I definitely can attest to that being in the atmosphere bringing um, negative things to an end so that you can open that door and walk through that door of some of the positive positive purposeful things that are going on uh, in our lives and so I love it yeah tell us some absolutely us some more some more interesting facts though I love it I, I love all the all the factual things that you have mentioned uh, that that are laid out in the Bible that are that are connected to the number 17. Yeah, well, one of the things that I love to do is I love to give a prophetic word to every state. And so uh, no matter what state people live in, all 50 states, I'm giving a prophetic word specifically uh, to that state. Uh, for instance, in 2016, I prophesied the end of the drought in California. I predicted that the Rams would be moving, that there would be NFL teams coming back, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, to the uh, Los Angeles area. The Rams from St. Louis moved back here just recently with all the rain that's been coming to uh, California. They just announced that from the middle part to the northern part of California that the drought has ended. Only 27% of the state is now in drought, and that could be even lowered. Uh, after this past week of rain or be done away with altogether. So there's a lot of prophecies that have already come to pass. And one other good uh, thing that I do, I love doing it, is I take every book of the Bible that has a chapter 17 in it, and then I break it down for you. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's 66 in the, uh, books in the Bible, but there are 19 in the Old Testament, five in the New Testament books, 24 total that have uh, a chapter 17 in it. And one thing I like to do is break that down because I think that that reveals some of the things that God wants us to be aware of and, and know for the coming year. For instance, Genesis 17 is about rewriting our story. I believe this is a year that we can rewrite some of the stories of our life. You know, the devil wants us to believe that, you know, our best days are behind us. We're never going to accomplish something. We can't do something because of our inability or whatever. But I'm here to tell you, there's other chapters of your life to be written. And when you connect with God, you can rewrite the story of your life. Exodus 17 is one of the best chapters in the Bible. Forget that it's connected to 17, but it's about working together equals winning together. We've got to walk in unity. We've got to break down some of these walls that, that have separated us and we got to learn to come together on some common ground so that we can work together and win together in 2017. Leviticus 17 is about power in the blood. Uh, number 17 is about legitimate leadership. Deuteronomy 17 is about principled living. Joshua 17 is about how we need to stop complaining. Quit complaining about everything in 2017. Learn how to watch your mouth, control your words. Judges 17 is about disciplining your children, doing it correctly. I give you steps on how to properly discipline your children according to God and according to his word. First Samuel 17 is the story of David and Goliath. And I believe this is a year where we're going to slay our giants. Uh, second Samuel 17 is about a man by the name of Ahithophel who turned on David, but he was a part of David's cabinet. He was David's right-hand man. 
but he joined forces with Absalom, David's son, and we got to be careful to make sure that we don't allow offense or unforgiveness in 2017 to control us. So on and on throughout the Old Testament, New Testament, every book of the Bible that has a chapter 17 in it, I break it down for you. First Kings 17 is about recognizing true prophets. Second Kings 17 is about knowing God in a new, intimate way in 2017. First Chronicles 17 is about claiming the word. Uh, Job 17 is about finishing strong. Job was discouraged. Things weren't going his way. Nothing seemed to be clicking for him, but he understood that he had to finish strong in his life. So, you know, uh, we go through every book of the Bible. Psalm 17 is about divine disappointments, how the enemy's going to be disappointed in 2017 because he may have tried to get you, but he's not going to win in 2017. Proverbs 17 gives you uh, uh, almost 30 different godly resolutions that you can apply to your life every day. Isaiah 17 is about avoiding temptations. Jeremiah is about uh, examining your heart. Ezekiel 17 is about unstoppable deliverance. Then you go into the New Testament. It's about forgiveness, the glory of God, power of prayer, advancing the kingdom, and then uh, about uh, a warning to the unfaithful. So I'm telling you, it's really so many different things that we need to be on guard for every day to make sure we're sensitive to the Spirit, staying connected to God, and doing what He wants us to do so we can walk in the blessing that God has intended for us. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. It's always very interesting to to have you on the show and to just hear how you <laughs> how you just dissect uh, this, you know, how you dissect the Bible and how you apply it to what's going to happen in the coming year. It is very fascinating. Share with us a little bit of some specific things that, uh, that you've seen that are going to happen in 2017. Well, what I do is I give you 17 predictions. Now, I want you to understand from the get-go, these are my predictions and not necessarily things I'm tagging to the Lord. Things like the resetting, complete victory, divine healing, reveal, and I'm tagging the Lord's name to that because I believe that's consistent. But there's some specific, if you want some juicy details, if you will, about some predictions that I'm laying for out in 2017, I talk about how uh, the Queen Elizabeth, that her reign is going to come to an end in 2017. Now, that's pretty specific, you know, but it's a prediction that I'm, I'm declaring that this is a year when her reign is going to come to an end. I'm not necessarily declaring that she's going to die. I'm just declaring that her reign is going to end. There's going to be a transfer of power in 2017. I believe that there's going to be unknown diseases that are going to be in the headlines. Matter of fact, three days ago, as I was watching the news, they had a disease that they don't know the name of it, and they gave it a number. You can Google it and see it. They have a disease that is numbered. Of course, this book was written. It was done. It was already out at the end of 2016. There was no way for me to know this but I believe that that's prophecy coming to pass in and of itself. I talk about how, unfortunately, there's going to be social unrest that is going to create great riots, even civil war-like divisions in America, which, you know, it concerns me. Um, it really does. Uh, I'm, I talk about how teams that wear blue are going to win championships. Well, you know, uh, uh, if you, and by the way, blue and orange are the two colors uh, of 2017 that are connected to the number 17. Orange, if you remember Clemson, they won the national championship. They were the underdog. They came back and won that game right there's another fulfillment of prophecy. And then the Patriots, whether you like them or not, I'm not declaring, uh, you know, that I'm a Patriot fan, but Patriots, we're blue. So I'm, I'm looking for them to win the Super Bowl because, you know, as I mentioned, I predict for them 
to win the championship in 2017. I look for massive earthquakes uh, and hurricanes and unusual and usual places in 2017. The weather pattern uh, has already been crazy in the first part of 2017. So we're going to see weather patterns that are very, very unusual. I talk about how Ohio is going to be in the news for a large political scandal. Ohio is the 17th state that entered the union. And so look for Ohio to be uh, in the news in 2017. I talk about global power outages. Uh, And if you, you know, just in California the other day, I've seen uh, tons of of power outages during one of the hearings for uh, the president's cabinet. There was a power outage uh, during a hearing in Washington. You look at the Midwest with all the ice they had a couple weeks ago. What happened? Power outages, global power outages. Look for that. Um, So I talk about how, you know, Italy, uh, the number 17 uh, is unlucky for them, but in Ireland, it's lucky. So look for Italy and and Ireland to be in the news. Uh, You know, I watch, uh, I tell people watch for unusual uh, patterns in oceans. Look for unusual finds, discoveries to come from Ocean, from both oceans, Atlantic and Pacific, in America, new planets are going to be discovered. And I talk about how in October we got to be careful financially because I do believe there's financial financial chaos coming to our world in the first part of October, specifically the first Monday in October. I'm cautioning people to be very, very careful with your finances. Wow, 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 wow. Very, very specific. I love it, love it, love it. This is so very interesting. Um, Again, of course, we know that uh, you and I both know that lots of there are lots of people that may not really understand or even uh, agree or accept the prophetic. I know we typically don't talk about this, but I do want to I do want to ask you to give us a little bit of a lesson, for lack of a better word, on what the prophetic is versus the predictions, because I want our listeners to because I fully understand what you're saying when you when you said certain things are prophetic, certain things are predictions. Share with our listeners what that distinction is. Well, the distinction, simply put, is that predictions would be more uh, flesh-based and the prophecy would be more faith-based. Um, you know, the Bible tells us that we're going to be able to have uh, understanding, to be able to know God's Word uh, in the last days more so than any other time. So God wants His people to know. You know, the Lord hides matters, but it's the glory, you know, it's good for us to go and try to research, try to find things out. You know, God isn't just uh, playing a game of spiritual hide and seek with us. He really wants us to know his word, know what's to come, but he's not just always going to hand it over to us on a silver platter. We have to be responsible uh, to, uh, you know, to sort of seek things out, to sort of search things out. And the Bible is the book that, you know, truly can help us to do that. You know, uh, uh, when you look in the Word, we see that prophecy time and time again is used to uh, bring a, a sense of uh, a hope and, and peace, also a sense of comfort, in that we know a little bit about what the future holds. In Jeremiah 1, uh, verse 10, the Bible tells us that prophecy uh, has, uh, has six purposes. 
It's designed to uproot things or to remove things from the bottom. Too many times what we do is we deal with the fruit of the problem instead of the root of the problem. You know, um, you know, we may deal with, uh, you know, some of the big sins, but we don't really get to the nitty gritty of why people are doing things. You know, there might have been some things in their past as a kid, as a young person, maybe things as an adult that they've gone through that sort of stunted their growth. Well, prophecy can help to uproot some of those things so that they can be revealed and get out so that good things can be replanted in somebody's life. But prophecy also, according to Jeremiah 110, is to pull things down, um, you know, to extract things. It also is there to destroy things and leave no evidence uh, in a good way. Some things need to be destroyed from our past. Some of the things in our mind that control us that, you know, totally dictate uh, everything that we do in our life. Um, you know, prophecy, start speaking good things, start, you know, cursing the curse instead of uh, cursing the blessed. Uh, you know, uh, it's also designed to overthrow things. It's designed to build things, uh, to erect things, give it shape, give it form, and then to plant or to, you know, sort of uh, uh, settle things in our life. And so the Bible has been given to us uh, for us to, uh, you know, uh, not only receive correction, instruction, but also to perfect us, but to furnish us some good things in our life so that our belief system can be developed, so that it can guide our decisions, so we don't make bad decisions. Most of the time, people forget your decisions determine your destiny. A lot of times, you know, Christians are having problems, not because there's a bad devil, but because there's bad decision-making on their part. Um, you know, so the Bible tells us that prophecy can release change, it can raise the standard, it can help us to become more like the Lord, and it can equip us for service. And so, you know, that's why I do this. I want to lay things out so that, uh, you know, people can have a greater understanding of God, sort of stimulate and stir up their spirit to give them a desire to study, read the word, know. But prophecy is all about being birthed from God, but it's got to have some basis from the Word of God. Predictions are just something that, you know, anybody can predict something and anybody can be wrong, but a prophecy is something that has some biblical basis to it and you can prove it. The Bible always tells us that if a prophecy comes forth, if somebody gives you a word, there's got to be, you know, or even a belief, even a doctrine. If you're going to believe something, you've got to have two or three evidences in the Bible to believe something. Too many times people say, well, God told me. Well, if God told you, but it doesn't back up in the word, then God didn't tell you what you think he told you. So it's got to be backed up in the word for it to be a believable belief system for you to adhere to in your life. Awesome. And I, I wanted you to, to, to really give us that, that little nugget uh, of teaching, because I think at, at a time such as this, it is very, very, very crucial that people understand. And I want my listeners especially to be educated so that they can understand that when someone speaks into their life and they are saying that it is prophetic, what should they do? And I love the fact that you let them know there should be evidence to support what's being said to you. So I love that. Thank you very much. There, um, yeah, there has to be. Even Amos chapter 3, verse 7 says, Surely the Lord will do nothing except he reveal it, his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And so when, when somebody gives something and they tell you, well, don't check it out, you know, just believe what I say, that's not, a good, that's not a good way to live. You know, God never intended us to have blind obedience. 
Um, the Bible does say, believe in, in the Lord your God and you shall prosper. Believe his prophets and you'll prosper. But it also says, test the spirits to see if they are of God or not. So we've got to test things. We don't always accept everything. We don't always reject everything. See, people get too unbalanced. They get too, uh, you know, uh, crazy, you know, one way or another, you know. And we need to understand you don't believe everything. You don't reject everything. You test everything. And the way you test words so-called words from God is by the Bible. So if there's not evidence, if there's not proof uh, scripturally, then you don't believe it. But it can't just be one. It's got to be two. For instance, people talk about fleeces. A fleece would be where Gideon, uh, you know, sort of threw out a fleece. And, and we don't believe that we should walk by fleeces. We believe we should walk by faith. The fleece would be saying, Lord, if it's your will for me to do something, then let the phone ring at 3.30 and 20 seconds. And then if it rings, boom, then we think that's God. That's not the way God works. You know, uh, the devil can make the phone ring just as much as God can make the phone <laughs> ring. And guess what? Coincidence can make that phone ring too. <laughs> so you don't want to take a chance. This ain't Vegas. You don't want to roll the dice with your life. You've got to be careful. So you must make sure that you judge every word based upon the word of God. And if there's a question, if it's in doubt, always believe the written word over the prophetic word. But if the prophetic word is right, there'll be the written word to back it up. Awesome. Now you mentioned something earlier, and I know last time, I think I asked you this same question for last year, but you mentioned earlier that in the, uh, again, guys, the name of this is the 2017 Prophetic Almanac by Pastor Bill Jenkins. And you mentioned that there's a prophetic word for each state. So I have to ask you, what is the prophetic word for the state of Alabama? Alabama. All right. Well, um, that's one of the beautiful things I like to do. You know, uh, Alabama um, is obviously uh, the uh, a very uh, first state um, as far as, you know, when you look at, at the ALA. So, um, you know, chronologically, it's the first state. And the scripture I gave um, to you is the scripture. Did you know Bama is even mentioned? Alabama is mentioned in the Bible. Did you know that? No. <laughs> Ezekiel twenty twenty nine. It's one of the only states that's actually mentioned in the Bible. So I'm glad you asked that because it's such a tremendous prophecy. But the scripture I gave you, Ezekiel twenty twenty nine. the Bible said, Then I said unto them, What is the high place whereunto you shall go? And the name is called Bama unto this day. So Bama is in the Bible. Alabama is right there in Ezekiel 2029, and it's in reference to high places. So uh, the Lord, I believe, really wants to lift up. I really believe that Alabama can be very significant um, in 2017. And so uh, the capital of Alabama is Montgomery. Uh, the key month is January. We pray for unity and faith. I put all that in there. Then the prophetic word, I said, you are going up to high places in 2017. So prepare yourself for heavy rains to fall in the summer. And I desire for you to go further, deeper and higher with me in your spiritual walk. Don't allow minor things to be your major focus. Meditate on what's important. Make every effort to not just hear the word, but do the word. You are the key state in the South to allow revival to be released in the region. But don't just go through the motions. Study Joel, believe me for increase, and watch your faith grow and watch great things happen in 2017. So that's, that's the word for 
Bama, Alabama, um, and it's mentioned in the Bible. So you got a little uh, question there that, you know, a trivia question you could mention and, you know, uh, let everybody know that Bama's the only state mentioned in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Pastor Jenkins, tell our listeners where they can find the 2017 Prophetic Almanac. Wow, you can get it just about anywhere. Um, we do have two churches, one in Indianapolis, one in Southern California that we just started. So you can go to those websites, churchofacts.org is our church in Indianapolis, and then destinylandcc.org. Both, both of those places you can get the book from. You can also go to Amazon, ebook, Kindle, radiobookshelf.com. You can Google it. So if you forget where I just said, just Google the Prophetic Almanac for 2017, and you can uh, get you a copy, download it on ebook, Kindle. It's really everywhere. Uh, go to eBay, anywhere you want to find a book. It's usually out there, and you can get it. And I know that it's over 200 pages will be a blessing to you, and I believe will really help set you up for success. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for being a guest on Real Perspectives. I know we're going to probably have you back next year. <laughs> with, the, with the 2017, uh, with the 20, I mean, I'm sorry, with the 2018 Almanac, I'm really excited about, uh, about seeing a lot of these things come, come to pass. And uh, thank you so much, listeners. I am encouraging you to go to the website. Again, it's called the 2017 Prophetic Almanac. It's by Pastor Bill Jenkins. You can find it anywhere online. And so until next time, I'm your host, Latanya Moore. This is Real Perspectives, where we seek real people with real issues and real solutions from real perspectives. Get to Old Navy today only. Active shorts for the whole family are on sale for just eight bucks for adults and seven bucks for kids. That's right. Active shorts are on sale. Eight bucks for adults and seven bucks for kids. But hurry, it's just one day today only at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 728, select styles only. Get to Old Navy today only. Active shorts for the whole family are on sale for just eight bucks for adults and seven bucks for kids. That's right. Active shorts are on sale. Eight bucks for adults and seven bucks for kids. But hurry, it's just one day today only at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 728 select styles only.